Blog Talk Radio. Yo, yo, pop, yo, check out that situation right there, yo. Yeah, with some motions, man. Yo, honey, right there, yo. Yo, the fine Amazon, man. Yeah, yeah, she got it going on and on, like, you know what I'm saying? She be trying to act like all of that, though, yo. So show us once, man, what's up? Yo, big kids style. No question, big kids in full effect, man. Yo, I'm going to kick the Willie Bow Check it, yo. No question. Hey, yo, what's the 411, hon? What's the 411, I got it going on, hey, yo, I got it going on. What's the 411, hun? What's the 411, hun? I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Will I be pooper on this chair? The nigga from last year. Jabot's hanging back. He tell me he'll top gear. Take no shorts. I'm doing lovely in all sports. Even swing the pole at the hole on my golf course. Some say I'm fancy because I'm horny and nasty. If I see some rugged joints, then I won't let it pass me. I take no shorts. Let suckers step up the seat. I'll flip the script and get harder than Jeopardy. I shot the sheriff in the motherfucking deputy. Test me. Check it. I'm not key sweat, but bet that ass that I can make it last. Skin turn their head so fast, they end up catching whiplash. If Hun's a monster, I'm Kyle Lewis on the meter dash. It's Grand Poover, baby, and I'm getting crazy cash. What's the 411? Let me know, hun. What's the 411? What's the 411, What's the 411, I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Hey, yo, what's the 411, What's the 411, I got it going on. Hey, yo, I got it going on. Yeah. All right, we welcome you to the Wednesday Night Wind Down with myself and Shakir. Are you with us this evening, sir? Oh, you already know I'm here, back. All right. Well, I started us off with a little old school Mary J. Because there was two things that was going on in my head when I picked that one to open the show up. Um, this evening we're going to have a guest in the studio with us. It will be... Um, representatives, I'm saying that with an S because I'm thinking that we might have more than one, um, for Urban Image Magazine, which is um, a magazine that I actually used to do some writing for. So that's pretty cool. Um, They have their relaunch, and we will be talking to Imaj this evening because she is the managing editor and so we're going to get some insight about the uh, whole business of doing that online magazine. So that was that 411 connection. However, some of the conversation in this song also kind of reflective of our topic for the evening. It's about commitment and um, the things that they were talking about in the song actually kind of mirror the topic that we're going to talk about tonight. So I was doing a two-for-one nail there. So right. um, I'm waiting on you to have your little comment. I don't want you to say that I've been, I kind of ignore you. So go ahead, say what you got to say. Oh, who said who said you ignore me? No, it's I mean, not even the okay. I'm just making sure. I'm just making no. sure. So you know, I can nothing get to talking. Look, nothing can be further from the truth, and you already know. If I need to make my comment, I will interrupt you. So that's not a problem. Oh, oh okay. Oh, okay. That's fine, that's fine, that's fine. Um, But today we're also talking about um, commitment, and is that a bad word? Um, And in contemporary relationships, you know, is that something that is looked at as passe? Do people not commit in the same way that they once did? Um, You know, it's, it's one of those things where it used to be, 
looked down upon to be in those long-term relationships where no one gets married, no one gets arraigned, and they've been together for 20 years, and he hadn't wiped that woman yet. And, and then now you look at it, and it's not necessarily a requirement. Um, and it's not always looked at um, by everyone as something that's uh, taboo to be in a relationship where you're not married, you know. And is married a bad word now? Um, so, well, you know, what's your take on that? I put it from I put it from a certain perspective. A couple generations ago, yes, the construct was get married, have kids, live happily, and live happily ever after. The kids from that relationship started seeing some of the things that the parents didn't want them to see, but they saw it anyway. And then they started formulating their own opinions on, okay, I don't necessarily have to be like my mom and my dad because I see how miserable they are in their marriage, so to speak. And then you look at it from another perspective of how people refer to their wives or refer to their husbands. I mean, how many times have you heard men refer to their wives as the ball and chain? You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? That was that was the that was the the, the, the the hot term of the eighties and the early nineties. Oh, you know, I gotta go see about I gotta go see about the ball and chain real quick. Or I gotta go see about the warden, you know, she gonna she gonna kill me if I don't, if I miss curfew or, you know, something along those lines. When you start seeing and you start hearing those negative connotations to towards a wife or towards a husband, you know, as opposed to the more positive images of marriage that you might have seen that get washed out over the negative stuff. You see why we have a lot of people who say, well, I don't necessarily have to get married. I don't care if I do or if I don't because it's not as cracked up as my parents made it seem. And that's where a lot of the problems come from. Okay. So, so when you when you're talking about contemporary relationships, are you saying that it's those old, outdated, antiquated uh ideas of marriage that influence them or do you think that there is a modern pressure? You know, and that's my question kind of to everybody because what influences our ideas right now? That's what I really want people to think about. You know, when you think about marriage, when you think about the real serious commitment it is, are you influenced by what everybody around you is doing right now? Or are you influenced by the things that you saw in your past, you know, parents, grandparents, and how their relationships were? Right, exactly. And I think that's the other thing at this point. When you're talking about how women are now, women are a lot more liberated in the sense of their own mindsets. They don't think as their mothers did. They don't think as their grandmothers did. So you're going to have a bit of a generational gap in in that way of in that mindset, so to speak. <clears throat> Excuse me. When you think about it from think about it from the point of okay, when you heard about marriage, it was like okay, well we know it's hard work. Yeah, that's time and memorial. There's nothing you can do about that. It's not going to always be peaches and cream. Yes, we get that. However, when you start hearing about okay. Pops tipped out while mom was like, okay, well, he's just being a man. I'm still going to stick into it. A lot of women are not into that mode of thinking anymore. So they're not, they're not going to be as gaga gooey over I'm going to get married outside of the wedding aspect of the equation. When it comes to okay. the after the I do's, then it's a whole different 
okay, well, we'll see if we can work this out or, you know, I might think about it. And then people make it so where divorce is no longer a bad word. Not necessarily marriage is a bad word, but divorce is no longer a bad word. That's the <laughs> other half of the equation because it used to be you said you were a divorcee. You're right with you that one. All, you were treated as a pariah almost. Now yeah, like, you say, okay, I've been divorced. You? Right. You know, I'll sit there and say, well, you were divorced. Okay, well, at least you had someone that walked you down the aisle, you know, as opposed to a person that stayed single this whole time, and they go, well, what the hell is wrong with you? You can't get nobody to marry your ass. You know, that <laughs> is right. the, you know that, that, is, that is the paradigm shift that we're dealing with at this particular point in time. More people were willing to stay in marriages because they didn't want to be termed as a divorcee. You know, right. that's, that's where the prevailing thought has shifted. So now you go from, okay, you don't want to be a divorcee to I don't care if I am because I try, at least try even if I fail. Okay. So I'm going to um, make you shut up right now, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, give you my eyes on the line so I can get some more, um, you know, estrogen flowing. I have already started to get some um, comments from some of the, you know, Ways we get hit up. Um, this time, this was one. This one was a text message. So I'll read that here in a bit. But I want to go ahead and bring Imaj on so we can um, talk about urban image, and then you know, of course, bring her in as oh, um, a way in. Are you ready, Imaj? Because I'm about to bring you on. What happened? Where'd she go? Okay. Um, She's ready now. Good deal. Hello. Good evening, Imaj. Good evening. How are you? Well, I'm wonderful. How are you, darling? I'm good. Just got in good. from a long day at work, but I'm good. Well, that's right. good to well, hear. How you, know, you doing, Imaj? We, we're happy to have work. So we're just going to be smiling as we wind down. I know that's All right. right. So, stepping the glass. I'm going to um, go ahead and let you tell us a little bit about Urban Image. Um, basically, tell us, you know, um, how did it come into existence? Okay. Well, also on the phone line, um, Denitra has called in as well. So, um, at any time, you can chime her in as well. Um, Urban Image Magazine was created from the mind of our wonderful boss, Rashad, who is the CEO and president of Urban Image. And he saw that there was a bigger need for writers to be able to voice their opinion about different different genres. Um, it actually started off as a blog website. That's where I actually started working with them from just being a blogger. And Okay. And did you say that we had Denisha on the line? Yeah, she's also waiting as well. Okay. okay. Do you know area codes so I can bring her in? Um, wait a Seven. Wait a minute. Let me go back to my little phone. You know, you know how I feel about smartphones, Shamar. 
You know how I feel. You heard you think I'm my cold talking about these stupid smartphones. Oh, seven six five. Okay, I see her. So I'm gonna bring her on to so you guys can both have um the arena here. Denitra? Yes, ma'am. Hello. All right, there we are. How are you? I am great. How are you guys tonight? How are you? I'm doing great. Doing great. Good, Getting good. ready for the July layout, so we're we're going over here. All right, good deal. Okay, so I had asked um, kind of how did Urban Image come into existence, so that's where we were. Okay, Image, did you want to finish that one? Oh, um, like I said, I was saying that, you know, pretty much in the beginning, um, it started off as a website and where we had bloggers who blogged pretty much about anything, and the magazine is where those bloggers also are writers as well, that they're able to talk about different topics throughout the month for the issue. And it's like I said, it started about two years ago, and we've we've been steadily growing. We've, you know, finally have, I will say, and Demetra will probably agree with me that we actually have a team behind us that is working, and they're out here grinding for this magazine to make it bigger and better than before. Cool. And, and, and you know, yeah, I'm supporting because it was one of my first platforms to kind of start blogging. So definitely. Right. And that's that. how you and I met through yeah. doing blogs and you taking care of the late night pillow talks when when things got a little hot and heavy at nighttime. So I thank you because we actually have a really cool friendship at this point. So, right. <laughs> And so, you know, I was asking, Denitra, did you want to add anything to that? I mean, we just, I think that, you know, in creating the magazine, that he just really wanted to give a platform because he's also also an author himself, you know what I mean? Okay, right. Okay. He was having, you know, difficulties finding um, places to promote his work um, to where, you know, without spending an arm and a leg, um, his work out there and to get what he was trying to do out there. So he said, you know what, they want to charge me all this money, I'll take my own. And, and that's the attitude that he has, you know, about mm-hmm. so much really just a, a go-getter type of person, and he decided that he was going to make his own, and, and that was the birth of Urban Image Magazine. Okay, good deal. Okay, so um, tell us a little bit about what you guys look for in your writers, your bloggers. Do you want to say that one? Yeah. Um, with the bloggers, we like to see people who like to keep us up to date on whether it's politics, gossip, everyday life type of events. And we actually have 
our daily dish that Talia Rice takes care of every single day, and she's just so opinionated that she gives us that that moment in that celebrity's life where it's like, okay, why are you doing this? Get somewhere and sit down. Okay. Aren't you a celebrity? Oh, uh, okay. I got um, you. <laughs> aren't you a celebrity? It's okay for us to make mistakes. But come on, let's get it together. And she gives her definite opinion about that. Um, there's also another blog that we have that's called Single and Ready to Mingle. I write that where it talks okay. about my adventures <laughs> into the dating world and where I've been uh-huh. outside of the dating world for so long and that I've now decided that I want to enter back into it. And it talks about my adventures of doing that. Um, okay. There's also the 30-minute meal where it's for the mom that's on the go, where she doesn't have time to sit down and really plan out a full-fledged meal. She has about 30 minutes to get everything done before she gets all the kids off to where they need to be in the afternoon, whether it's a soccer game, baseball game, cheerleading practice that's outside of the normal school hours. So okay. we have that, and Ms. Demetra takes care of that for us. And, I mean, some of the food looks really good, So I, and I don't never some have time to cook, so do you have do you have are you looking for any writers are you um do you have um types of um articles or genres that you need covered right now that you know you could kind of throw out there for people that are listening that are into writing Denisha can take that information because she might have a big a list more than I would. Okay. When I don't come to the game prepared, let me pull my list oh, up. Oh, well, real that's fast. okay. Uh, <laughs> you can, I mean, we just throw some stuff out always, there. Always looking for bloggers. Always, always, okay. always. And, you know, the biggest thing with Urban Image is that you don't have to have any proof for us. You just have to have passion and you have to want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've had, I just hired a blogger a couple weeks ago that, you know, said, well, I've never written before, but I want to. And I said, well, come on, this is the perfect place for you, you know. The only thing that we ask is for commitment and dedication. If somebody says they want to do it, hey, I'll walk them through how to do it. And, you know, once I get them set up, I want to see them blogging, and, you know, I want to see see them be committed to it, you know. Okay, that's um, deal. So, um that that's really okay, the only and I, and I think that we we ask, you know. Okay. Yeah, because I know, um, you know, once you guys brought me in there, it was like, okay, do it, and I was so, and I was just like honored to be able to just go ahead and express my ideas. So it wasn't like somebody standing over your shoulder, but they, you know, you did want people committed to what you wanted. So it's it's a really cool environment to write, you know, write in and write for. Yeah, I tell them all the time, you know, we're not going to come in and edit your stuff. Now, I'll, I'll go in and I'll look around the website and see what people are blogging about. I might throw some pictures in there to make their blog more interesting, correct misspelled words or whatever, but I'm not going to censor what they're saying. They, you know, this is fully opinionated and, and just to do their thing. You know, we don't want to 
want to put those constraints on anyone. So. Well, that sounds like, yeah, that definitely sounds, sounds real good because I know there might be a few that will definitely take that and run with it. So uh, we'll definitely see what we can uh See if there's any listeners out there that might be very interested in doing so, and, and we'll go from that. Definitely. And, you know, who would you like them to contact? What? Either one of you, doesn't there's matter. Or to... They can yes. actually get at, get at us on the Facebook page because me and Image both want um, that page. So they can get at us either our um, Urban Image Magazine uh, Facebook page, or they could get at us on um, our Urban Image fan page and send us a message or inbox. And I'm, I'm on Facebook all day, every day. So, um, you know, pretty much if, if somebody sends a message, then we'll respond to it and we'll get them started. Okay. So um, make sure that we shout that out before we um, end the show tonight. But um, I also have a topic that we were talking about um, because as I was going through this issue, uh, this month's issue, I saw a couple articles that caught my eye. Um, there was a list. Um, this one was done by Kimberly Jasper, um, and it's called yeah. 10 Things Women Who Really Wish Men Would Do More Of or Just Do, period. And she gives uh-huh. a list of 10 things. And that final thing is commitment. And the very next article is titled Almost Engaged by Angela Williams. And these stories kind of, you know, touch on the same concept. And, you know, we're talking about a contemporary um, online magazine, but these same ideas are expressed to different writers. And commitment comes up. So... I wanted to talk about commitment, um, and I, it really kind of just stemmed from reading the articles in Urban Image Magazine this month. So, guys, you need to read it. Um, but with that being said, well, you're welcome to chime in and give your ideas, but um, do you think that there is a contemporary uh, concept of what a relationship is now that doesn't involve the old style of commitment where you had to walk down the aisle and there had to be a ring and we had to live in the same household and raise our family together. Is there a new way of committing? I would say yes, <laughs> because things have really changed from the times where well, my grandparents, got married and even when my parents got married because my my grandparents, you know, have been married for, golly, years. I can't even put a number to it. I can't even remember, but I know my parents have been married for at least 35 years. And yeah. to see them, and, I, and they're still married and they're still who they are. And it's, to me, it's like that's what I want. I want that longevity of a marriage. Divorce is not an option, and that's just the way that I was raised. But nowadays you see people getting married six months saying it's like, oh, we're done. What? Mm-hmm. How can you – you haven't even put the work in from it. And it's so funny that people go out and they find this person and say, oh, you know, it's March. We're dating. 
September were married. Do you know that person? <laughs> do you know them? Literally, do you know who that person is? Because then a year into the marriage, you're complaining, saying, oh, he's annoying, or he's always up under me, and he's this and that, and he's that. But the fact of the matter is that you didn't know that man. So you're so in longing for that commitment that you don't even get to know the people that you're with. Mm. And it's and, it's things, and things have changed where you have people now wanting to shack up all the time. Oh yes, we can mix and mingle our incomes together, and we can live together. Okay, so why do I want to go out and you know buy milk? Well, I got this cow at home that I can get it from free. People are not <laughs> doing things that are of what we were brought up to be. They're now changing the, the, what I'm looking for, the the lines of how things should be done. You know, it, it's just so different now. And then with me writing my blog with the ready, you know, single and ready to mingle, these people are out here alone to me. I you got no arguments with me? <laughs> These people out there are straight up and down crazy, and they have no idea what the commitment is. Commitment takes a lot, you know. It's, it takes you being that supportive person. It takes you being and getting to know that person for who they are and everything instead of just jumping in the bed and saying, okay, I'm committed to you, let's have sex. No, get someone, sit down. I don't want to do that. Well, see, you were real passionate about that, but I just got this statement, and I'm just going to read this statement to you. Okay. And this is from a, a guy that's listening to the show. Okay. okay. Other than a security blanket, marriage is an outdated agreement. Wow. So, okay. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Amash. Okay. How is it outdated? Because if it's so outdated, why are people getting married every single day? Why? I mean, some people actually do get married for love. And it's not a security blanket, oh, I'm going to be lonely for the rest of my life. People actually do fall in love, and they be in their marriages and love their spouse. Well, so and, and, and I'll, I'll, put it, I'll put it in this particular uh, perspective and concept. The, the institution of marriage was nothing more than a legal social contract between two people. It was supposed to be to protect the bloodline and protect the property that both of those persons entered into as far as that was. It's nothing more than a business agreement. Never was, That's all it was originally set for, for all intents and purposes. That was the, it was also to help in the sense of stabilizing a society uh, to keep from doing every, to keep that society from doing any and everything that they felt like they wanted to, so to speak. So if they, if you had a, a, a husband and wife get together, develop property, build property, that type of thing, and one spouse dies, the other spouse automatically would get that property and continue that, and continue that ownership to be able to pass it down to the children, and so on and so forth. There are now, in this day and age, there are legal mechanisms that 
will preclude a person from getting married in the traditional sense of the word. It's already been out there. It's already been proven. I've seen several of our friends, my wife and I, we've seen several of our friends that have been able to do so in such a manner where they don't have to say, they don't have to put those nuptials together in the, in the sense of, okay, you're getting married, say I do the, the, the traditional, you know, to have to hold for richer, for poor, all that other good stuff. Yes, that's the romantic side of it. However, there's the business do side of marriage that, that most people don't see that. Do people yeah, yeah. do that anymore? Really? Honestly, come on. Let's think about it. Do people marry for any circumstances that can come um, in the game for you? Do people do that anymore? People get married for their own reasons, absolutely. I see. We see it happen every I'm day. Not saying, I'm not saying proven. what reasons. I'm saying do people in contemporary times now, these ages, Get married in the sense that it doesn't matter what happens. I accept everything because we're going to work through everything together. Oh, well, you put it in those terms, absolutely they, not. I don't think they do. No. Absolutely not. I'm like, you well, get people, you I get mean, people, I, I've, got two, I've got two in my own family that, <laughs> that got married, that, 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 that met, dated, got married all within six, seven months. Yeah, if I recall it correctly, six, seven months, and that, and, that and I look at them every day, and I look at them every day as they sit here and fight day after day, week after week, and I'm going, well, if you actually slow things down instead of acting like you had to be at the altar or else, then you wouldn't be in this situation. So mm-hmm. what are we even? What are we even acting a fool about, so to speak? I would have to say, even with that time period, Go ahead, uh, the six to seven months, I I couldn't even see myself even looking at it as like, oh, I want to meet your parents. So in six to seven months, I don't know anything about you. Yeah, uh, I was. Um, I heard Denisha trying to chime in. I would love to hear what she had to say. Okay. I would have to disagree with what he said because, well, part of what he said. Because I know from personal, I know from personal experience that when I did marry, and I'm, I'm soon to be divorced, but when when I did marry, I married my husband for richer for poor for sickness and in health, so death do us part. But however, being a Christian, <laughs> I believe in what the Bible says. And the Bible says that when that man defiles the wedding bed, he is no longer my husband. So we went through all kinds of mess until he decided he was going to walk out that door with another and, and go stay with another woman. Mm-hmm. And that's what ended our marriage. And I, if I was to tell you the story, honey, you would be like, oh, my God, you let him do that. You did this. You went through that. Yes, I did. I went through it all because I married him, and I, I married him knowing the condition I was marrying into. And I still chose to marry him because I loved him. And I was going to stick and stay through everything until he decided he wanted to cheat on me. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think that there are some that, um, you know, really do actually honestly want married and be with that person through it all. You know what I'm saying? Through all circumstances and situations that may arise. But when you are left with no other choice, 
then that's when the divorce comes in. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So that's my opinion on it anyway. You know, I I know that um, one of the things that kind of struck me, you know, even when I was younger, and because I, I I guess I'm clueless, I'm the romantic, you know, so I get clueless about things that are like weddings are so romantic. Um, but when I was younger, I realized that there was a point in those vows that women didn't want to say the obey part. Like I don't want to say obey. That's so antiquated. And in my mind, I, you know, at first I didn't realize that those vows held that much um, weight. Because you're just going to be married forever, you know it's it's like a you know fairy tale. But then when people when people start to pick the vows apart and saying which part of that I'm going to do and I'm not going to do, that says a lot, you know. So when I realized that, you know, if there was a time period where women stopped wanting to say obey, and it's like why would a woman not want to take on all the vows as they're written? Then you start realizing you have to come, become conscious and say, you know, maybe it's not just her. Maybe the entire, both parties only are um, representing the part of the vows that they choose to. And when you start doing that, that's when you start having those parts in your marriage that don't always mesh. Because I pick the stuff that I want to do out, and you pick the stuff that you want to do, and they don't always align. So I just, you know, I wanted to know, and, you know, what Denisha was saying, it, it kind of struck a chord because she said, you know, I did all that, put up with all that. And there are a lot of women right now that if he didn't come home tomorrow, one time, first time in 10 years, he don't have to come home no more. And they're done. And that's how I am. One thing. <laughs> that's how I am. <laughs> you know, so... I I just I was really kind of curious. I have um another guy that has a lot of stuff. This person can't call in, but they have a lot of stuff to, <laughs> to say. Um, the question was: If two people love each other, will a marriage change the way they treat each other, or to what length they will make make it work? So I guess his. His whole um, idea is that marriage is not necessary if everything else is is present in a relationship. What do you say, Shakira, since you uh, got testosterone? What do you say about that one? As far as what? As far as it not being required if everything is in place? Or do you think it? Do you think it should be like the next step, or do you think we're done? We don't have to step anymore. That's it. I'm committed to you. You committed to me. I, we don't need rings. I guess I'll have to drop this bomb on you real quick, fast, and hurry. Then, um, technically speaking, have my have my wife and I not decided to legally make the decision to get married? We'd be together regardless of whether we took that legal step or not. And so, so okay. Now I'm I'm playing devil's advocate here. By all means. Okay, so if you didn't, um, if it, if there were no legal qualms, okay, there were no legal issues, would you have gotten mm-hmm. married? Would if you? there were, I'm, I'm sorry, say that again now. If if there were no legal things 
hanging over your head, like there was no legal consideration, would you have gotten married? Nothing legal to consider. Mm-mm, probably not. Hmm. So, so the reason, the reason why I say that is because we committed to our, we committed to each other on a on a level that legal legalities no longer apply. That's who I'm going to be with. That is my life partner from here till the day I take my last breath. Simple, plain, and so and it's not required. So, so marriage. No. So, okay, I guess my question is now: What does marriage mean? You know, is it just a ceremony because every woman wants to be Cinderella? People want people want the wedding. They don't want the marriage. They enjoy the they enjoy the pomp and circumstance. They enjoy the princess gowns and getting their their their, girl, their girlfriends dressed up and all that other good stuff. If you look at half of the marriages that happen, whether they're on screen, or on television, or not, or whatever the case may be, what do we normally say is men? Just let me know what time it is so I can pick up the tub, show up, say I do, and keep it moving. We don't worry about all of that. That is y'all's thing. Now, just so that I'm not being biased or, you know, I have a female who says that marriage is not important to a relationship, nor is it necessary because if you're serious, that's all you really need. It doesn't define your relationship. And, and I agree with you. I'm going to say no. It it has to define a relationship at some point. It has to or it wouldn't even exist. It has uh-huh. there has to be some more important purpose in in being married than just saying and what is the purpose of all marriage? of our well, I guess we need to figure, we need to figure out what the actual purpose of marriage is outside of procreation, building families, building property. People do that already. It's literally you know, a legal framework. It is the legal framework that society created but to make it be more, look more legitimate. It, it has to be more to marriage than that. Or for, we wouldn't have divorce. Okay, there's no. Let me put it to you this way: Sometimes in life, there is no end game. That's, let's just keep that real. There is no. There's not always an end game. Some people want to create the construct for there to be an end game, but there's not always an end game. Life is funny that way. Life is built that way. Life is not structured all the time. So there are going to be people who are going to say, okay, you got married, you share the same last name. I see women all the time who hyphenate their last names or they decide to keep their professional names and don't even worry about when it comes to signing documents and things of that nature, if we're going to go ahead and really go there at that point. All of the things that women are expected to do, quote-unquote, they don't want to do anymore because they want to keep their identity. Okay, we have a couple of callers that want to chime in, so I'm going to not argue with you right now. I'll say that for in a minute, but I'm going to go ahead and go to the phone line. Area code is nine. Seven three, yeah. on the air nine seven three. Hi, I think that's me. It's Taylor. That's again. you. Hi. Hi. Hey. hey. Um, as a woman that's in a, uh, I guess a contemporary relationship, me and uh, my fiance have been together. I don't even know how long we've been together. 
let's see, it's been some years now, and we just um, decided that, you know, we do want to get married just because it's not because, you know, it's a matter of, oh, well, you know, I feel like it's pressure to do so. It's just something that we came up with. I think that at this point in our relationship, we we are very unconventional. Like, just me, me personally and him personally, like, we're very unconventional. So as far as, you know, after a certain period of time, it's like, you know, well, where, where are we going? Like, we established that already. Like, we have, what, one, two, we have basically, well, we have two children and two on the way. So we've been we've been together for so long that we've just we've settled into our lives. You know, like I, I depend on him, he depends on me. It's just that sometimes people if you have someone who's unconventional and you're unconventional, you're not gonna do things like, Okay, after a year, you know, where's this going? You know, I need to meet you like not everything is on a timeline if you're unconventional. That's that's just my opinion. Like I think it's okay, your, and your and I can definitely agree with you on the timeline part as far as being unconventional. However, you guys are unconventional with traditional desires because marriage is very traditional. Yep. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm I I'm so happy that you guys want to get married because there's a, there's a structure that it creates that's totally different than he can just walk out the door and we're done, but we weren't married, so really he doesn't have to come right back. I mean, why would he have to come right back? Mm-hmm. Oh, because that's the structure of our relationship. However, technically he didn't walk out on you. He didn't abandon you because you didn't have any structure that said that his place had to be in your home. There's just mm-hmm. fine details that marriage implements in a relationship that, that's supposed to say, respect me. Not that you can't ever make mistakes, because it's going to happen. We're human. Marriage mm-hmm. doesn't make us perfect. There is there is no mm-hmm. magic powder that they sprinkle over you when you say I do. I was about that makes to say, it perfect. I, doesn't happen. However, the structure of marriage, the structure of marriage, makes you have a certain amount of respect <laughs> that you're supposed to either have for your vows or for your spouse. So mm-hmm. you know it's a growing it's a growing process it doesn't happen overnight, but mm-hmm. it's there. I respectfully so, disagree. I'm listening. Come on, come <laughs> with it, Cletus. Come on, Cletus. Because mm-hmm. uh, again, married men can leave at any time as well. The only thing that's stopping them is the legal ramifications of leaving. That's it's the only keeper to keeper. Yeah, that's it. So it's the legal that's stopping a lot of that, as opposed to that's supposedly creating this structure, so to speak. Again, mm-hmm. Mary I'm leave, sorry, Mary you, but you wouldn't and, you wouldn't even enter into that legal that you keep talking about if there was not some emotional connection that you didn't go ahead and trust that the legal part's gonna be all right because my heart is here. And I say again. It, you can't, as far you, as I'm concerned, you're not going to tell me that this is all legal. As, I'm, as, as far as I'm concerned, you you and the other person in your life can create structure without the without the quote unquote construct of marriage. I've um, seen it happen. You know what? Humans it, are it capable of humans are capable of governing themselves responsibly and wouldn't need uh, police officers 
if anarchy didn't exist as well. I mean, either way, either thing we're talking about is a possibility that could happen, but there is something established that brings that more to the forefront. So, Taylor? Mm Mm-hmm. Taylor, I love you, but I got to hang up. I got another caller coming. That's okay. All right. Well, we'll talk to you later, though. Okay. All right. Um, I have um, area code. Six, seven, oh, this is trouble. Area code is six, seven, eight. Hello? Area code six, seven, eight. Yes, I'm here. You're on the air. How you doing? I ain't, I'm not calling in to start no trouble. Because I was listening, and I'm going to be honest with you, like, I, I heard both sides. And let me just put it out there right now. I'm married. I've been married for um, 10 years. But I don't believe in marriage. A lot of things that go on, I think it's really because marriage is, for a lot of people, it, you know, it is a security blanket. It is because for whatever religious reasons. But like the gentleman was saying, a lot of men stay because of the legal ramifications after the fact once they step out the door. In this day and age, and with, with legal laws now, you don't have to be married. If you were the person for a certain amount of time and step out the door, you facing the same legal ramifications. Absolutely. Huh? I'm listening. I listen. Oh, I'm listening. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. And like that, um, the young lady said. Hold on, like the young lady said. I'm sorry. I'll speak as fast as I'm actually at work, so I don't want to mess around and be calling in to get fired. But uh, <laughs> completely, completely understood, bro. Go ahead. <laughs> and um, like that, um, the young lady said about um, she know people that if. The husband stepped, The husband didn't come home one time. It was a wrap for them. Like they ain't never have to come home after that. I'm be honest with you. Um, and again, when I first met my wife, the first day we spoke, the first day she said she want to get married, and I told her like, yo, you bugging, you crazy. Five years later, we got married. Now I said to say this because you know things happen, it change. Um, as far as spending the night out, like I, I think I did everything wrong under the sun for like the first two to three years we was married. I don't know if it was me being stubborn, testing her patience, or whatever the case was. But the one thing I've never done after the first or second time was stay the night out. And it didn't have nothing to do with the marriage and the commitment part, like, oh, you know, we married and I have to come home now. It was really more for me that I saw she was worried when I didn't come home, she thought something happened to me versus me being out with some other um, female. So Mm -hmm. I didn't want to, you know, cause her to be worried anymore. So I made a conscious effort not to spend the night out no more. Oh, maturity. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah, I'll surprise people, right? <laughs> okay. So, so your, spin, your take on this is that it's not required. It's not mandatory. It's not necessary. It's kind of old school, but you did Actually, it. I wouldn't even say it was old school. I just don't think. I really just don't think it's necessary. I mean, for for the most part, from from my point of view, and I know some people are going to say no, I'm wrong, or I'm right. But from my point of view, I believe when you get married, you basically just asking permission to love somebody for the rest of your life. And I'm totally against that part. Because if I love you, I love you. I don't care if we shouldn't be together 
or we married because my grandmother and grandfather wasn't ever married. Well, they was they was married um, by tribal law, but they wasn't married by by United States law. And I think ever since I was like five years old, my grandfather and grandmother didn't live together. But he made sure he came home every morning to make sure that my grandmother had everything she needed. She never wanted for nothing. She never had to ask twice for nothing. And he took care of his responsibilities as a man in the house. Now, I know some people might say, well, that's wrong because he was doing everything he wanted to do and he left her in the house. Yeah, you're right. But at the same time, he did what he was supposed to do as a husband. So, you know, I like, for me, marriage is, is, is overrated. Like, I, I just don't, other than to sign the contract to make sure I got somebody to, to, to take care of my um, assets when I pass or if something was to ever happen to me, I, I don't believe marriage is actually necessary. Okay. Okay. And, and, I mean, I might be fighting a losing battle here. Again, I say I'm that old, helpless romantic. It means a lot to me, so... There's nothing. There's nothing wrong with you being a hopeless romantic by any stretch of the imagination. Okay. I'm not it's downplaying okay. you that by any means. Take up for me. So, it's okay. You just argue so, with me. It's okay. okay. So can I? So can I ask you a question some more? Yes, you can. That doesn't mean I'm gonna answer. Right. You said. <laughs> you said you're a hopeless romantic, and me and you met, and I swept you off your feet from day one. And five years down the line, I continue to sweep you off your feet, continue to surprise you. Bring you flowers not because I did something wrong or because I messed up or anything, but just because. Like for example, I I might notice that your favorite flowers is orange lilies, so I make sure once a month I bring you orange lilies. And when I see you getting used to it, I switch up and get you white ones. But then you tell me six years after the fact we met, you know I think maybe we should get married. And I say, listen, I don't want to get married. I, I tell you from the start that wasn't ever in my plans. Would you stay with me or would you leave me? I mean, cause now, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to tell you, you ask me. But as far as me being, as far as you being a helpless romantic, I'm still sweeping you off your feet. Yeah, and I'm going to love that for all of maybe a year, two years. And then I'm going to say, okay, that's not enough. Because for, for some more, so I think, it so means, I think you've been in that position before. And again? I saw. I take it you've been in that position before, so you knew what choices to make when it came down to it. I knew what to make. I said, I, I take it you've been in that position before, where two years down the line you said, "Now listen, it got to be marriage or nothing." Because if you haven't um, been in that position actually, before, actually, you can say, um, you can say. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to interrupt you. I'm gonna say, actually, for me. Um, he wanted to marry me before I planned to marry. He proposed um, before I was actually um, thinking about being engaged. So, yes, you know. Um, Did you say no? And no, I didn't say no. But I still had a, yeah, no. I had a time frame. So we, we had a long engagement. Um, but for me... Um, and this is just my personal preference. I'm not. I'm not the girlfriend, you know. I'm the. No, wife. no, 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 no. I don't. I don't. When, I'm saying in my mind. That, so I'm not going to be your girlfriend for ten years. No, 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 no. I, it, it, you know, and I actually understand that. 
But see, like I said, my thing is that, you know, some people be like, well, if you play a house, why would he marry you? And I can honestly understand that argument because you're really not giving him no options of why he should marry you. He's getting everything he wants without the marriage. You understand what I'm saying? But right. at the same token, why should he? It's not, the, you know, it, he has nothing to gain, nothing to lose, unless you just really decide you're going to get up and walk away. He have you to lose. But other than that, he has nothing to gain, nothing to lose. I mean, I, mean, I, I hear you. And, again, my thing is my thing, you know. For me, it is um, it's the final step for me. Not for every woman. There, there are women that don't have to have that. But for me, it's the final step. But even if he gave you that house with the white picket fence and the D was in both your names and everything, or at least in your name. But see, I'm not gonna do that without without the other. I don't know. I I I think that's playing with fire personally. Like you you touch. Te- I mean, you, you but that's my personal heart. choice to play with that fire. That's my personal choice. No, I, and I understand that. I'm just saying, like for me. Oh, this dude is crazy. He almost went off. I'm oh, sorry. I forgot I'm on the radio. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. I guess I better let you go back to work. So. <laughs> yeah, definitely. We all, we all need to get caught up, bro. Yeah, because you can't live with us. Marriage or not, we're not letting you live with us if you get fired tonight. <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like I'm, I, I was listening to your, to your story because I actually get to this argument with a lot of people, especially when I tell them I'm not for marriage. And they look at me but like, my man, you married. See, I am. And I'm going to be honest with you. When I proposed, it wasn't like because I thought she was going to leave or whatever. To be honest with you, she didn't even think that I was really going to do it. So she went and bought her own engagement ring. And I was, I was actually fine with that. But my mother made me feel like, like a piece of crap. Like, how you going to let her do that? And I'm like, well, if that's what she wanted, <laughs> she got it. I paid for it. But she went and got it herself. And... <laughs> Wow! You know what? You're getting into a whole lot of other um, clinical issues here uh-huh. <laughs> that are going way beyond just marriage. Here, we got some other issues. We don't have all night to talk to you. <laughs> so, we, we're gonna save your call. We're gonna, I'm gonna write your number down to save you for some more shows because you probably could fit in on a couple more topics. But I'm going to let you go back to work tonight because, again, oh, we're not going to take care of you and the family um, because you got fired because you were on the phone with us. So yeah, go back to work. Yeah, yeah. Now explain to your wife. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, nice we're not going to do that. All right. Uh, <laughs> Thanks for calling in. You're welcome. All right. Ooh, Shakir? Yeah. Are those your cousins calling in? No, no cousins. Hello? <laughs> no cousins. All right. So yeah. we have a lot of activity on Twitter, and I definitely want to acknowledge my Twitter love. Um, and Twitter is saying, let's see, this one's interesting. The comment is there is no divorce in my family. I guess from the, okay. from the ancestor standpoint, period. Women in my family have taken crap all the same. This tradition. 
So I say marriage is um, only as important as the two people in it. Hmm. And, you know, that's a different, you know, standpoint because, that you know, we all know that happens as well. We all know that people get married and will put up with stuff just for the sake of saying, you know, we're married, you know, um, yep. and to save face or to um, not break Good. a family to tradition. Avoid the sti- to avoid the stigma, absolutely. Yeah, and, and I, you know, and and I am... Not that person. However, I am an advocate for marriage simply because I just feel like it it puts a different layer over a couple. And it's not, and like I said, it doesn't make everybody perfect. I've yet to see a perfect marriage. However, I have seen marriages that endure um, and have been long-term. Because the people grew together, you know, um, and you gotta respect that that people actually will um, commit to something. And I think that kind of concept is the committing to to do something, to commit to be about something, to commit to develop something. I think that's where some relationships go wrong. Period. You know, not just marriages, but when people won't commit to fix it, work through it, well, grow it, or respect well, it, then you have problems. Well, I mean, that's the that's the thing. It just depends on, and, and Amaya's already put the, put the point up at that point, in, in terms of certain states in this union have, have, that, have that same mindset that you do. She just said, without the, without the legal paperwork, to prove that you're married, you can't rent an apartment in North Carolina. That alone is already explaining a whole lot more than antiquation, so to speak, because you're you're thinking of it from a certain time limit. I mean, from a from a, from another time, and you have to get with the times. Unfortunately, as much as I hate to say it, but if they're willing to stick to that construct, and we have people, we have people who. Are who who want to I won't say redefine per se because everybody wants to everybody wants to really get up in arms when it comes to uh, reevaluating and redefining so to speak because now all of a sudden they want to take it to the extreme of oh well you know that means you can marry anything anything you want and it still be considered marriage that's not the entire intent however it's it's really to a point where you respect the commitment I will respect the commitment before I respect the and so that, and, and that's because that's what it means to you. Because for me, marriage doesn't mean paperwork. You know, marriage means a commitment to me. Because but I again, wouldn't be governed by how, the same thing. But that's my that's my whole point at this point. If I'm gonna if I'm gonna sit here and say, okay, they're married, so I respect their four year marriage over someone who's been together that same amount of time and has put in the same amount of work and the same amount of commitment, I don't subscribe to that. Okay, and then I hear you, but it says something different, you know, for a different ear, because for my ear it says something different. Um, now, I I just need to know where Ron is because almost his time to aggravate me, I mean to 
he's not gonna aggravate me today. Today we're gonna mesh and we're gonna we're gonna agree. But Ron, I'm not sure where number you're calling from. So I need you to press one. If you're on the line. Um but again again I might be just, you know, that old head. I've always been an old head and I'm okay with it, you know. I'm okay being the loner. Shamor. Yes. You are not a loner. I still <laughs> believe in marriage. I want to be married. I plan to be married. It's just that that man has not been created or is not ready for what I have to give. So I understand. What It's not about the paper. Forget that paper. I don't care. I want to say I want to spend forever with you because I promise to love and obey in all of that. I'm not taking anything right. out because that's what I want. Because it, it, so, it, it shifts the responsibility in my world. In my world, it's just the responsibility. Because for me to have to obey you and for you to have to love me like Christ of the church, that means a lot. That says a lot. And that right. means I can obey you because you're going to lead right and I'm going to follow right. So, I mean, but, again, that's that person who believes in the romantic version of what marriage is. Um, we have some other tweets I need to kind of get into. I agree with Shakira, though. I ought to just first stop reading right there. Um, I agree <laughs> with Shakira, though. In my eyes, marriage isn't absolutely needed. Some people are more committed in long term. Um, relationship than in actual marriage. So it would depend on each couple and their values. If I don't get married, it's not the end of the world for me. But like I said, some people think that's the end of the game and they have to do it or be criticized. And that's the other part of the equation. If you're Go doing ahead, it for other people, that was your minute. Say something. What? I mean, if you're gonna do if you're gonna do for other folks' benefit, then you're already wrong. So you know, if you're gonna if you're gonna worry about what outside forces think instead of doing what is more comfortable for you, I this just, it just doesn't work for me at that point. So you know, that's my that's been my whole thing. If it, it, it's 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 putting a hierarchy that a lot of people don't necessarily subscribe to. One is not one does not trump the other, if you want to say. And that is where a lot of people come from when it comes to those that are in long-term relationships that have probably lasted longer than most marriages. And vice versa. Okay. There might be some marriages so that me, last so just tell as long me or then What's the harm? So tell me then what's the harm? If that's the case. What's the harm? Yeah, what is the harm? Well, if that's I, the case, I mean, if marriage if, means if gonna... absolutely nothing, then why not go ahead and get married since you already committed for 20, 30, 40, 50 years? Well, then what's because, the harm uh, in not? You we, know, may go ahead have already, we may have already gone ahead, and again, this is where I come in at and say that there are other legal, there are other legal mechanisms that still would, uh, that would come into play without me having to say the words I do. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I'm saying if marriage... It's not a big deal. It's not that important. It's just a piece of paper. Then the people that feel like it is um, 
simply commitment that matters, why not just throw the marriage part in there? I mean, you're still committed. Do you still have that, your commitment? I'll, I'll, I'll ask that question with saying the same thing with those that oppose uh, gay marriage. What's the harm? But because they're doing what they're having to do. You, you don't they're having see to the do, value. They're, and look, I'm asking somebody look, that doesn't see the value of marriage because I want to know then what's the adversity to it. Because, because for me, me it, I could care less the, about what gender you are. If that's your person, that's your person. As long as your commitment in your world doesn't spill over and negatively affect my commitment in my world, I don't have a problem with what you're doing. Okay, you know, fair so enough. Just, at the same time, God has never come to me and say, hey, you know, I need you to tell me about what happened over there. Cause that's not but, my, at the that's same not time, but at the same time, that person who you are committed to through other legal, ramf- to, uh, through other legal means, is the only way that you can get to visit them in the hospital. Or you can only get to make power of attorney decisions for them. You have to use other legal you have to use other legal standards to be able to do that. Marriage gives you the trump card of, oh well, you're you're married to them, you're the wife. Do not pass go. Do not have to try and produce any documentation to prove your connection to this person. That's right, the but trump you just card. you just support my you just support my issue. I'm supporting my argument. I'm I'm supporting your your position only in the sense that it ain't got it's it's literally the words. What's love got to do with it when you're going into a hospital and because you don't have the legal paperwork to prove your connection, you get taken out by security. Yeah, I understand. You know, I mean, I have had people that I know personally that were in same-sex relationships. One person got deathly ill in the hospital, families several states away. This person that they sleep with, live with, do everything with every day is at the hospital and can't get in the room because you're not family. Not recognize that I'm the person that this this person lives with every day, but because I'm mm-hmm. not the legal spouse and I'm not family, I'm supposed to sit back and watch my loved yep. one die. Absolutely. So yeah, definitely. And that's and that's my and that's my issue from that perspective. What's love got yeah. to do with it? When and love don't my, love doesn't love, love does not. Let's just get married because. That's what we need to do. Just get everybody go get married tomorrow. Just go get married tomorrow. Okay, you don't have to worry. You can stay committed. I have a question. Yeah. So you would you would just be? I mean, does love not have a purpose? I mean, what's the point? If you are saying what love got to do, what does love have to do with it? Then so I can just be like, okay, I'll love you today. I'm gone tomorrow. I mean, maybe I'm. Confused because love has everything to do with it. Because obviously that girlfriend wants to be there, her mate is dying. Love has to do everything with it. If she didn't love him, yeah, but if she's not family, if she if she's not family, she can't be there unless family says it's okay. Right, and still, 
if he would have stepped up and said, okay, I'm going to marry you if I love you this much, so that this does not happen to you. I've read enough to know that these things happen. I've seen it happen. I've seen two people buy a house together, never get married. He decides to leave, go be with somebody else, and she's stuck with the mortgage with both of their names on it. So now they have to get the lawyers involved, even without that piece of paper of being married. You still have to get the lawyers Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, I'm, I'm, I'm actually gonna stuff. I'm gonna buy out of that one as far as that is, because the, 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 my my thing is, if you're gonna if you're gonna treat it as if, as if it's a covenant and all that other good stuff, I get that. Fine, no problem. If that's the case, then Vegas will be out of business. <laughs> and that, that I guess that will be all well and good too, you know. <laughs> I'm like Vegas right. will be out of business because because all of you, because you don't need anything but the words "Do you? Do you? Okay, you're married, kiss her." That's how Vegas works. Yeah, yeah. No blood yeah. work, no proof of nothing. Just go to Vegas, get it done, and it's recognized in the other forty nine states. Right. So, uh, covenant. Okay. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong, sir. Okay. Mm, so no, I I'm think not I suggesting. Found I'm Ron. Thank you, caller. I'm gonna go ahead and put you back on hold. Okay. Okay. Thanks. I'm going to go right, ahead and try to pull Ron in here. He's just been chilling over in the cut, all quiet and to himself. I think that's his number. Maybe not. Let's see. Well, I do know who is waiting on us. He's been quiet this evening, too. Um, you know, RJ's sitting over there quiet, hands all raised. He's over here making uh, new banners. Did you see that? Yeah, I did. Here, did you see that? Yeah, so absolutely. He's so crafty. I'm going to let him. Um, are you going to talk, RJ? Because I'm going to allow you to talk today. <laughs> RJ, are you going to talk this evening? RJ? No, no, no. I ain't going to get into it today, no. I ain't you don't have anything to say? Oh, not today. I'm so I'm used to you saying today. the wrong thing. Huh? I'm so used to you saying the wrong thing. <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, um, you want to uh, tell us a little bit about our live stream? Um, uh, the whole live stream thing. Uh, it's a new installment for the wind down coming soon, um, as well as Instagram. Instagram. Uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. I got wow. Okay. Um, All right, Mr. Social Media King. No, hopefully I can have another installment, which I don't know if I don't know if I want to do this, but um, it might be. It's going to be linked to the whole prime time. Networking, uh, it's gonna be like a whole nother domain that's just specifically for the wine down show. So, uh, it's gonna be real soon. Just look out for that, you know. Oh, right. You staying busy over there? Yeah, yeah, he's got you. I'm gonna go ahead. I'm a, you know, people wonder what happened when you said you didn't want to talk. That's it, feel your forehead, because yeah, you really think like, you might be sick. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little bit under the weather, a little bit under the weather, but, you know, oh, I'm cool. that's it, Val. That's what's wrong. He's sick, right, baby. I dig it, boy. That's what it is, especially if you don't have anything smart to say, especially after last <laughs> week when Ron and I didn't agree. But, okay, I'm going to let you be sick over there. It's all right. Yeah. Well, I just want to thank you for... Um, 
keeping the uh, social media rolling through here. I got all my tweets and all that today, so that's cool. Um, yeah. I'm going to go ahead and let you get back to being sick on your own, sweetheart. <laughs> but all right, y'all be cool. All right, be all good, right. RJ. All right. All right, so um, we didn't get our wind up tonight, and so... You guys can, you know, find Ron's page on Facebook and ask him what what the hell was he today. Um, and I yeah, guess, I was curious. I thought he was around. I, I thought he was too, but that wasn't his number um, when I checked it. So, um, but you know what I did for Ron because he's so extra special and wonderful. I know you guys know last week Ron said some things in his wind up that got me wound <laughs> up about my president. Lord just and love. just to show him that I'm such a good sport, I um gave him an extra spe- special Father's Day greeting on his Facebook page of my first family smiling and waving and telling him Happy Father's Day. So it was my president, the first lady. And the first two daughters there. Yeah, so I did him an extra special favor. I plastered my president on his page for Father's Day because I'm. That was quite hilarious. Yes, because I'm a nice person. Because I'm a nice person. So, um, (laughs) but I, you know, I always have to be considerate. But one of the things that I do want to say is. Because I was reading another one of the tweets, and um, it was saying that um, men, married men, do walk out on their families as well. And I'm not saying that, again, that marriage makes anything perfect. I'm not. I'm definitely not. Um, I've seen, again, seen, been involved in, been the daughter, granddaughter, sister, you know, to all kinds of marriages, um, healthy ones and unhealthy ones. And so I definitely have seen bad things happen in a marriage. So I'm not saying that they're perfect just because it's marriage. I'm just saying for my personal passion, marriage is important to me personally. Um, It does not mean that you take everything off of someone, but it, for me, is the extra motivation because you both agree or respect that unity uh, in such a way that you do what you can. Um, And once you have a respect for that, and again, people can say, well, I can respect my commitment. That's true. But for me, that marriage is that commitment that you're supposed to be respecting. Um, because if I'm just a girlfriend, that's a different set of rules for me. Um, there's a different rapport, um, a different standard that I have to answer to. Um, not to say I, I would disrespect or be unfaithful, none of that, but just saying for me, there's a difference. So, but yes, I do understand that things happen. Um, even in marriage, you know, that men and women can be foul. I get it. I do. I promise. I do. But 
I am going to let Shakira have some last words, um, and then we're going to give you some information about Urban Image Magazine so that you can read these articles and have some of the same um, reaction to some of the stuff you read that we had tonight. Um, and then maybe you'll get that voice and you'll want to write a blog for them because of the response that you have. So go ahead, go ahead and have your last say, sir. <laughs> no last words on that particular subject. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to end this on a different note. Um, the surprise I actually sprung on a lot of my, uh, a lot of the listeners on the, in the interview I did earlier today uh, my wife and I have uh, created a companion site uh, to uh, go along with the launch of The Awakening later on in December. Uh, we actually have done a test run on the site. It seems to be going pretty good so far as far as the the products that are out there and all that other good stuff. Um, I'm about to put the site into the chat real quick so that everyone that is in the chat room can click on the site and uh, take a look around, see what you like, that type of thing. Um, it is uh, of an adult nature, of course. Um, you know, I have to I have to do things to, uh, to springboard off of the books, and this is definitely a, a perfect uh, bridge from what we're, uh, from what I'm doing from a literary standpoint. Um, so as far as everyone that's in there now and, you know those that uh, might be listening in the archives. The name of the uh, the name of the website is uh, Shades of Nibble. Uh, the website address is www.shadesofnebu.com. And that's my final word. Okay, your final word. You don't want to shout out anything else that you're doing. No, no, I'm actually, I'm actually, I'm actually good, baby. Okay, cool. And I'm going to go ahead and turn it over to Demetra and to uh, Imaj. UrbanEmmagazine.com. That was funny. Extracurricular today. You don't punish me. 
Oh, no, no. Uh, okay. no at least he's on punishment, not me this time. <laughs> I am looking for the no pictures punishment. for that layout right now. I'm looking for those pictures. And every That's picture fun. that I, I download for that layout, is, the title of it is Head. So. Oh, wow, wow, <laughs> you know, wow. Stay, stay tuned. It gets, it gets gritty over there. Uh, so UrbanImageMagazine.com. Everybody needs to Good check out deal. Urban Image Magazine dot com because that's it. Sounds like that's what we're gonna be doing when we start reading. But I'm being good tonight, so I'm gonna go ahead and get the show closed out and tell everybody good night. It was great hanging out and debating. I'm going to love you to death and kick you off at this time. Good night, Imash. Good night. I'll talk to you later. All right, honey. Good night, Anitra. Good night. It's fun mingling with you guys. Good night. All right, cool. You were great, too. And I'm going to, um, you know, I get the last word because I kick people off. Um, But I'm going to go ahead and close the show out with how I feel about this whole marriage thing. And it's a a rollback yet again. I want people to think about what commitment means and why there is a covenant in your marriage vows and why that whole process even came into existence. If we could simply just commit, why did we have to have another degree to commit and I'm going to tell Shakira to shut up. I'm going to go ahead and hit play, and it was great hanging out with you guys. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday night. Okay.